Hello and welcome. You are listening to an episode of the Sales Chat Show. To stream or download a host of further free episodes that will power your sales success, please visit saleschatshow.com. We really hope that you enjoy and benefit from this episode. folks, Simon Hazeldean, Graham Jones and Phil Jessen here for yet another episode of the Sales Chat Show. <clears throat> SalesChatShow.com, driving your sales success. The uh, topic for this week's episode is inducting a new salesperson. So how do you, <clears throat> as a sales manager, get your new hire up to speed as fast as possible? And uh, a little piece of sobering data that uh, we came across at the Sales Chat Show was a piece of research that showed that only 3% of companies are getting sales professionals to target in their first year. So 97% of salespeople failing to achieve target when they join a new organisation. Quite scary. So let's make sure... In this session, we give you some practical ideas to make sure that you are falling in that 3% and not in the 97%. So, Graham, your uh, your thoughts on induction, sir? Well, actually, that 97% failure statistic also has an implication for individual salespeople because most of them will have got their jobs on OTE, on target earnings. And that means that in their first year, they're not going to be achieving their income that they were expecting to get uh, based on the... The, the job advert for which they applied. So actually, as an individual, you want that induction to work well so that you can get up to target as quickly as possible so that you as an individual salesperson are ending up earning the money that you're expecting to earn based on the job advert you, that you applied for. Yeah, and that's, a good, that's a good point. And um, if, that, if that figure is correct, about 97%, that would probably say that quite a lot of companies' new induction process is not very good if you are joining a company with doesn't have a good induction process, you're going to have to take the responsibility for making sure that you get a good induction process. You might also want to ask at the interview stage, what is uh, the in- induction process <laughs> going to look like? Are they going to set you up for success and achieve your on-target earnings, as, as, Graham, as Graham says? Now, I'm going to pass the ball over to, to Phil, who I know is going to talk about a plan, because... If anybody loves a plan, Phil loves a plan. So I'm sure you're going to talk about a plan. I might not do now. Um, (laughs) I am going to talk about a plan because um, I think our listeners would agree that most things in sales and indeed life are won or lost in the preparation and planning stage. Here ended the lecture, but I will uh, now move swiftly on to... uh, how I think the uh, plan should work for an effective induction. Uh, the first thing I'd like to say is I think it um, uh, should take account of the three, four, five days before this individual actually starts. Part of the plan should be a member of the existing team, uh, preferably somebody in the peer group uh, who goes out of their way maybe to phone the new starter and say, looking forward to meeting you next week. My name's Fred and blah, blah, blah. Just one of those nice, warm, fuzzy things. Sometimes we forget that there are some very interesting conversations going on over the dinner table, including, are you sure you've made the right decision here? Mm. So the more we can do to work on that 
the better. Uh, my next suggestion, which won't surprise you, is that part of the plan needs to have a very clear list of the knowledge that the new applicant requires and indeed the skills. So maybe knowledge of things like product knowledge, uh, market knowledge, competitor knowledge, all of those good things, knowledge of our own organisation, how it's structured, what the policies are, all of that stuff. Uh, and of course, a whole raft of uh, sales skills, whether they be questioning, listening, presenting, objection handling, or whatever. But my um, guideline would be that I think it makes a lot of sense to start an induction on the customer stuff first, not the product <clears throat> stuff. Um, one of my clients once used the phrase, we develop people from the outside in, what he meant by that, whereas we develop people so they understand how our customers outside the business think, feel and work. Then we'll walk you around the factory and tell you all about the products. And I thought that was a, a good part of the plan. We should be uh, flexible in the delivery of the plan. Uh, some people will learn best on a training course. Uh, others will say, please don't send me on a training course. I'd like to go out on a joint visit with somebody to see them do that. So everything that we may have talked about before, about preferred learning styles, comes, in, comes into this. Activists will want to be inducted one way. Theorists and reflectors and pragmatists are very different ways. So do we actually know about all of that stuff? Um, and uh, one of the things I can remember from uh, my first uh, sales induction and training, which took uh, three weeks, uh, I can remember that uh, we weren't given manuals to read as we sat in our hotels in the evening. We were given a, uh, a book that had got 100 questions you need to find out the answers to. So during the course of this three weeks, there were 100 things that I had to be very proactive about <clears throat> in the reading that I was doing or the joint visits that I was going on or the customers that I was actually talking to and could ask them directly uh, what they might be needing or whatever. But I thought that was a nice approach. It was a very interactive approach to learning. It wasn't just a case of read this and hopefully some of it will stick. Because that's really good learning technology or really good learning approach is you're making the learner take ownership for their induction. I, yeah. I've certainly been on the receiving end of some very well-intentioned and well-thought-through, in many cases, induction, but it felt very passive... And I was sort of sitting there with people really trying to be very helpful, but it, it didn't make much sense to me at that stage. You know, Ooh. some very important things that I needed to learn at some yeah. stage. But I think the idea of making them find things out for themselves is a really good, yeah, really, really good idea. Lots of salespeople like to do things and take action. Yes. And uh, I think we have to meet that need. And I think we also need to um, accept that in between the half-day slots or one-day slots of this induction, uh, our new recruit will still have questions. They may still have some concerns. <clears throat> so have we got a buddy in there? Have we got yeah. a mentor in there? Uh, somebody who is going to be that guiding light, a role model, i.e. they're working within policy, they're not being a maverick, but they're also inspirational within the peer group. Uh, they are the sort of first-choice mm. people that uh, we would like to... There's some interesting research which was published recently about uh, children and their ability to learn maths and English. Now, it was joint research done by Harvard University and the University of Bristol. 
And uh, what they were looking at was that uh, when children are learning at school, they are motivated most to learn by their parental involvement. So everybody in the whole world of education knows that the more a parent is involved with their child's education, the better those children perform in tests and exams and so on. However, motivating the parents to be involved is the key problem because what happens is parents dump their children at school and expect the teachers to do everything. So this study looked at the involvement of text messaging and said if they sent a text message every week to the parents, so they divided parents into two groups, if they the parents who had a text message in addition to all the other school material, they had one text message a week and it just told them what the children were doing in maths in, or English in the coming week. That one text message a week stimulated more involvement with the parents, with their children, and as a result that group of children were one month ahead in their abilities after ten months of, of this study going on for both maths and English compared with the um, children who hadn't been involved in this text messaging. Now, it strikes me that your mentor is a great idea but the problem is mentors end up being rather passive. So they sit there expecting the person, the new recruit, to ask them questions. Whereas what you want is some automated text messaging system that stimulates the mentor to be more involved with the mentee <coughs> and that way they will then progress more rapidly and we won't have 97% failure, we'll mm. be chipping mm. away at that. So buddies and mentors often exist in businesses but actually they end up being passive and not actually doing anything very much other than a shoulder to cry on when the person has a problem six months down the line, yeah. which is often too late. Mm. So that text messaging thing that worked for children would work for businesses, mm. but it needs you know, regular text messages to the mentor to stimulate them to be involved with the mentee. And so there's also a role for the sales manager here to be proactively working with, obviously with the new sales professional, but also checking in with the mentee on how he or she yeah. is getting on with their mentee, yeah. uh, men sorry, mentoring work that they're, yeah. that they're doing yeah. they're doing with the person. That's a really interesting point. I mean, I, I've always been a massive fan of having a buddy or a mentor for new salespeople, always trying to do it when I was running sales teams. And it, it just works really, really well. Also, by the way, it's a very, very good way of giving some additional motivation and responsibility to some of you more experienced people. A great learning ground for anyone who's perhaps interested in becoming a sales manager. Do they make a good mentor first to begin with, give you a good idea about whether they're likely to, to be good as a sales manager? And one of the responsibilities I think the mentor should have is to identify within the induction programme what's worked and what hasn't worked because the mentor should be feeding back yeah. to centre, if I can call it that, uh, saying, right, well, just had Fred through this induction programme. These things haven't quite worked out. We need to change the way the thing is structured. So they should be feeding into that. I'd like to make, to make a prediction about what would work um, because we know that when we look at uh, adult education, when we look at students at universities, there are two things that make the difference between them doing well in their exams and not doing so well in their exams. And the two things are really quite straightforward. It's repetition. If they repeat studying things, they end up doing better in the exams than if they just study it once. And if they undertake quizzes, so in mm. other words, things that test their knowledge. Yeah. So testing your knowledge. So I would think that a good way for businesses to do this is using 
some online learning support system Ooh. that provides the new um, recruit mm. with regular tests of their knowledge about their customers, about their products, about the marketplace that they're in, uh, regular repetitions of bits of information. So you know, they, they may well have uh, done a half-day training course, but then you know a week later there's a video they can look at online mm. which does the same information as that training course, but it's just presented in another <clears> way and it's a repetition of the, the information so yeah. that it's, it embeds in their brain more. So yeah. I think they need to have some kind of integration of online learning systems that allows whatever they're doing offline to be more deeply embedded. Yeah. I have a client who are a market leader in, uh, in the medical devices field and they have a very in-depth induction process as you might imagine because they're, they're, they're talking about instruments that are used on human beings but they have a very embedded and sequential quizzing quiz knowledge test certification and then a regular recertification process and exactly to Graham's point it, it is involves both on and offline mm. learning so it's probably as kind of like best in class from what I've seen uh, from, a, from an induction process. And yeah. it doesn't have to be desperately complicated, does no. it, in terms of online provision? No, it can be quite straightforward. Just a few YouTube videos, you know, a few couple of polls and quizzes and things that are really straightforward to set up. You could even run it as a separate Facebook group, mm. and uh, that makes it social, so your younger people will, in, will use it better and be more motivated to use it, and you can automatically, you know, generate polls and quizzes and things within the existing tools of Facebook and add videos using the existing tools. So you don't need any fancy software. You can do this all free of charge inside of a private Facebook group. Perfect. And I think to Phil's point about the mentor feeding, getting feedback, I think that firstly there is a role for the mentor and the buddy to sort of be the recipient of questions that the new salesperson might feel uncomfortable asking their boss. I know they shouldn't feel uncomfortable, but they do sometimes feel uncomfortable. Oh God, I've I've been told that once. And I can speak to Graham, my buddy, and Graham will say, hey, yeah, you put hotels in, in that column on the expenses. Something something like that, up to mm. more, more complicated things. But it's also, it's a feedback looping process. It's the classic management cycle that Peter Drucker used to talk about, plan, do, review. So you have your induction plan, you start conducting it, and then the sales manager and the mentor or the buddy check in and review progress and then replan if necessary. Some people will move through it faster than others, some will not. But, yeah, you know, getting feedback from your inductees on whether your induction plan is as good as you'd like to think it is is vitally, Ooh. vitally important. Ooh. Vitally important. Yeah, it should never be seen as a, a static thing. It should always be seen as something that's constantly evolving because things change. So, you know, I spoke earlier about using Facebook. If you were inducting people 10 years ago, you couldn't possibly have used yes. that. But now your new recruits expect you to use that. And so you've got to have changed your induction program to suit the different ways that people mm. expect information to be delivered these days. Mm. And I think that certainly the observation I've, you know, when I've gone through inductions and lots of other people have told me is, Usually there's too much too soon. You know, you o we overload people. Perhaps we ought to space space things out a little bit more so things things are, you can see how they apply to what you do. But you don't know you need that information or that knowledge until you get to that time, do I, you? I, I think you're right. I think many companies give their people a year's worth of learning in five days. Mm. Yes. But 
you're right, I think it should be split a part one, a part two, a part three or whatever with some weeks or months in between uh, each of those and maybe the frequency uh, should be influenced by the new recruit and the pace at which they yeah. are going or maybe it, it should also be slowed down by the mentor who says actually you're not ready for that part yet mm. let's do a little bit more work on part one well, with online learning systems, you can automate that so that people can learn at their own pace and you would have self-test quizzes that would allow you to not deliver the next part until they've you know, achieved yeah. a certain percentage marks in that quiz so they can't access the next bit until they've finished that bit of learning. Yeah, I've been through that recently, actually, at a, a site up in the northeast of England. Uh, health and safety uh, quiz stroke exam mm. in the hut upon arrival mm. uh, multiple choice question and if you got the thing wrong it would kick you out and you'd have to start yeah. again and bearing in mind I'm this hut I'm in this hut alongside three others who were also coming on to the site for whatever reason I felt the pressure brackets nicely uh, of getting that thing right and it really did encourage me to mm. tune in knowing that I would have to go right back to the start yeah. if I got one of those key questions and of course they are key being health and safety uh, you have to get every single one mm. right and understand it and you were allowed out of the hut I was indeed yeah. allowed out of the hut fantastic you, you did your you did your induction properly then <laughs> as we would expect exactly <laughs> but some, some organisations have formal sign off you know, yeah. so so you know, Graham would come out with me after a month to see how I'm getting on and sign off the first month or the first level, and then you go up to different levels. And the other thing some some organisations do is they appoint some of their very best salespeople to become sort of officially the field sales trainers to support the sales managers with the coaching in field. Which, by the way, has to form part if you've got field based salespeople has to form part of that induction process. Because it's one of the fastest ways to get those people up to up to speed. Uh, so maybe some of those ninety-seven percent who aren't aren't getting in field or at desk. If it's a telephone sales operation for coaching and feedback from their line manager or, or other suitably qualified mm. people. Mm. And if you're not doing that, you are definitely missing a trick. I would have yeah. to say. I would yeah. have to say. My former boss missed a trick uh, because my induction was <laughs> there's your desk. That's Angela. That was it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> everything else I had to find out for myself. So if uh, you're going to have some kind of induction of your new sales stuff, do a bit more than that. And I, I'd just go back to Phil's comment right at the start that just because they've said they'll come to work for you doesn't mean they're going to turn up on day one. Because something might happen, they might get a better offer, and the way they've been dealt with... Will, will affect that and also their first three to six months are probably the most vulnerable to mm. changing their mind or going and leaving going and leaving somewhere else uh, one of the companies that I uh, worked with a couple of years ago the chief executive made a point of having lunch on the Friday of all new recruits induction programs week one on the Friday and sometimes of course he'd be having lunch with one person and sometimes there might be four or five there but it was in his office how good does that feel when you then go home at the end of week one and say, Perfect. you'll never guess what happened to me today. I not only met the chief executive, but I had lunch with the chief executive. And all he wanted to do was to ask me questions about my experience and what had worked and what had hadn't, uh, hadn't worked and what should he be changing about the way new people are brought on board. 
and his first impressions, isn't it? Yeah. A lot of his, er, or let's not just say first, it's early impressions. Yeah. You know, minimum standard, unless there is a very, very strong reason, the line manager should be there to receive the uh, the person when they come to the office on the first yeah. on the first day. And, and when if you do that, don't do what I did one time, where I had a uh, had a very important appointment to get to in the afternoon. And um, the lovely young lady who's come to join our team, and I, I have this this thing in the back of my mind, as you'll you'll be apparent in a moment or two when I tell you what it was, and it sort of went, "Hi Jenny, welcome to the. Here. I'm only here for two hours. I've got to go. I'm having a vasectomy this afternoon." <laughs> was the first thing I said to this new recruit, who looked at me rather blankly, not quite knowing what to say. So I uh, did the first two hours, handed her over to her mentor. And uh, drove off. <laughs> Not my finest hour as a line manager, gentlemen. So you got out of there in the nick of time. Oh, oh that's a painful joke about a painful topic. Is there anything else before we close, gentlemen? And Not now. Last? No. <laughs> Not now. So uh, don't tell that story again. I'll just make a note of uh, just make a note of that. So we've got the outside in approach. We've got a buddy, a mentor. The importance of having a plan, making the induction uh, interactive versus passive, getting a feedback loop on it, whether it's good. Checking in with repetition quizzes to embed to embed the learning, and uh, realizing that you just because they've signed the contract doesn't mean they're going to join you on day one it also doesn't mean they're going to stay with you the more they succeed with your organization the better they're earning potential they're going to stay with you and getting a good induction in place means you'll be in that three percent not in the 97 percent failure it's category. about getting them off to a flying start isn't it yes 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 so we wish you uh, every success in getting your new salespeople off to a flying start or if you are a new salesperson starting your new role getting you off to a good flying start so it's been phil jesson graham jones and simon hazeldean for the sales chat show wishing you every success You have been listening to an episode of The Sales Chat Show. To stream or download a host of further free episodes that will power your sales success, please visit saleschatshow.com. Thank you very much for listening to this episode. And from everyone here at The Sales Chat Show, we'd like to wish you good luck and good selling. <laughs>